1: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer at Reach PLC. I'm joined once again by my wonderful producer, Matthew Aldus. Matthew, how are you doing? You alright?
0: Uh, good, thank you for, 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 for having me again. I don't know why I started there, but uh, just did, <laughs> you know. Well, you are the producer of the show, so you can kind of walk on and off whenever you
1: like. So that's one of the perks, <laughs> isn't it, of um, of uh, being a producer? But no, it's always it's always good to have you on. It's good to discuss important issues as well within video games. With someone like yourself, who's new to the industry and sees everything with a clean pair of eyes, so it's uh, it's really interesting always to have you on. And I hope this episode will be be just as
0: good. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. I I, I think I think it's a, a a hot topic, a contentious issue it is
1: and it has been for years as well Um, I just want to before we go into the episode I just wanted just to be straight with everyone if my voice breaks at any point or I start coughing or um, I take any kind of break in it just I I just want to apologize straight off the bat Um, I've had a bit of that super cold over the last week had a few days off work so I'm not 100% but I'm back for level up um, back to business I've coaxed you into it I've been like we have to do it we have to (laughs) Um, so, yeah. So apologies for that. Um, if my voice is is not as good as um, as it once was, but it'll be back to its best shortly. Um, actually, I think I picked up the cold uh, doing one of uh, our filming one of our upcoming level up gaming esports and gaming YouTube videos. So we've done some filming oh, yeah. in London. Uh, which you'll be able to see very shortly on the channel. Some really, really cool stuff coming up. So make sure you get subscribed to Level Up Esports and Gaming on Twitter if you haven't already. Um, on Twitter on, on Twitter as well as YouTube as well um, if you haven't already subscribed because there's loads of really cool stuff going on. So just thought I'd plug that straight away and just be straight with our audience. If my
0: voice is a bit weird, then you know why. And I'm having a break from making sausage rolls, 70 sausage rolls for, for a wedding party on Saturday. So, so uh, you know, we've all got lives uh, that are obviously really exciting. Um, so sausage rolls. You know, who wants to spend their day making sausage rolls? I, I do, is, uh, is the yeah, answer. Yeah, you told me you loved it, so yeah, don't. I love don't sausage stop. rolls. Mate, who doesn't like a sausage roll? Well... Exactly, exactly. Well, let's get back on to the
1: topic at hand. The topic today is loot boxes. So for people that, that game and know games, you'll know what loot boxes are. But just to give you the industry standard definition, um, in which I'm going to use the um, official Commons Loot Boxing Video Games Research Briefing, Uh, library paper that detailed a few bits and bobs of loot boxes, which I'm going to use as a reference as we move moving forward with this topic. But loot boxes have been defined as features in video games, which may be accessed through gameplay or purchased with in-game items, virtual currencies, or directly with real world money. They often appear as chests, crates, or card packs. Uh, Matt, from, from your experience in video games, because you're real relatively new to, to the whole space, really. Mm. Um, what's your experience with loot boxes when did you first come across a loot box and um what has your experience been like with them so far
0: um i i'm not sure when the first time i would have come across one is i imagine it'd be nba one of the nba 2ks i can't remember if it was like 19 or 18 or something whenever i started playing the game um six seven years ago so whichever one would have been out then but um and I don't. I, and it. I, I'm not sure if it was loot boxes specifically, but it was certainly like micro micro transactions or or um or buying. You know, having needing to buy uh like in game points to upgrade players and whatnot. But in my player, I think there are there are loot boxes, and you get a number of free ones, which is great. But the the I've got nothing really against against them in general like I just think my in my experience it's the way that they used um it feels obvious uh and and slightly dirty to me that it's like a um you know not that it is like a money grab, but it feels like that to me uh so it's very difficult to see another benefit when you have to spend money to make the gaming experience better when you've already paid for the game you sh- I don't f- I'm not sure loot boxes really const should constitute the, the or they shouldn't have such a a big portion of the of the gaming experience um dependent on them uh, which which i th- I think may not maybe not initially but definitely as NBA Two K has progressed in in like in particular from my experience, everything's got more expensive. Everything's become harder to to obtain, and making you know loot boxes and whatnot more of a necessity when you've already paid like nearly a hundred and sometimes over a hundred pounds for for the game itself. So I'm not I'm not against them, but I don't think they're used. In the way that in that helps the user that's already parted with their cash to support that particular game or or um, or developer, mm. um, I don't. It feels like a bit of a disrespect sometimes that mm. that those people who have who have spent that that money um, now have to now have to sort of fork out more if they want the best possible gaming experience.
1: Yeah, and that's 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 an interesting point, is it? Because I think what what gamers sometimes miss is that games are developed for the reason of making money. So that that's the whole reason that these publishers involved and developers involved within the gaming industry ultimately is to, is to make money, is to to get people to buy the game and uh, get people to buy. You know, I the think game I think that's ultimately
0: like. where it goes but mm. I, d- I don't I, I don't know if i'd necessarily agree that that it's always to make money like look at splitgate developed by four people mm. who passionate about games and then it just blew up because there was a love yeah. uh, and a passion there but i i don't maybe i'm making doubt,
1: a more, an overarching yeah i don't thing, doubt but- that
0: like as that game gets bigger or bought out by a bigger company it's like big gaming it's kind of like big yeah. pharma right it's like yeah. big gaming um you've got lo- all these little little companies and developers that are passionate and, and like any industry, the people that are passionate always tend to get, I don't know whether exploited is the right word, but always tend to get is maybe taken advantage of yeah. by, by larger companies. That's what yeah. I probably.
1: Say. Yeah. I think the point I was going to make was that you made a very good point when you were talking in that some games are free, some games you have to pay for. Yeah, And, I think the the main frustration from the gaming community when loot boxes and you know in-game currency, in-game purchases are included in games where some features are locked or there's something you can you can buy to enhance your progress or there's like randomized loot boxes which you're gonna t- which you're gonna touch on mostly in this in this podcast. But if they're included within games you've already paid for and then you're having to buy more things within the game, that's quite a tough sp- t- pill to swallow. Mm. It's like having their cake and eating it almost, whereas with a game like Fortnite or Call of Duty Warzone, I know you've you've bought like, yeah, you know, like- skins and stuff because you don't mind because you, the game's free, so it feels a bit different, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, because I don't mind. Like, I, you know, if, if I love the game and I play it, like, you know, I don't mind dropping the same amount of money that a game would cost because I'm privileged to be in that position. Of being able to to do that but like uh it's it's when it's you know if a game's free spending 80 quid on in-game stuff to make your experience better that ain't no bother to me it doesn't it doesn't really make me go or oh, like because they've given me this whole gaming experience for free um there's still things in there that are annoying because you're like, well, why, like, you know, when guns take slightly longer to upgrade or whatnot, and and it's the same for other games as well, free to play games and whatnot. You think like that's just to coax me into buying something because I want it now because we live in that culture of I want it now. Um, but but for me, the pro the the issue with Warzone um is more around the fact that things take so long to obtain. And they're very difficult to obtain. So you end up buying them because you you want a good gaming experience. But I can't, even though I don't agree with that, I think it should be a bit easier to obtain. I can't really knock it because the game's free. However they re- choose to run their business model after that is up to them because it costs how much it costs. Whereas something like 2K or whatever I've had experience with in the past is a, a whole different ballgame because you've already paid 129.99 for that and the you know the premium edition with the with um cross platform uh not cross platform cross gen um uh, capabilities and all the, and you know you get a bit of of in game points and and what as well and and a couple of couple of extras but it doesn't ever equate to you know much because when you're when you first start off in those games you're figuring it out you there's a lot of time figuring it out and that's you end up spending all of that money that you've you've already like put into the game and now you've got to spend more because you want to create a better player or you want to you know you've figured something out that you so you you either have to do like weeks of research before you spend that money or you have to learn by trying different things out and that's the fun part but the fun part now costs loads of money of like trying to find, like work out different attributes and different things here and there and it's it's so fun to do that but when it costs you 129.99 on top of the already paid 129.99 just to do that to two or three players it's crazy and it's not i don't know if it's fair to the to the especially to the like the loyal fans that come back over and over again
1: yeah, and I think I think there's a differentiation. You you talk about in-game purchases, and I think there is a big differentiation between that and loot boxes as well. And I think loot boxes is the the more insidious, the much more controversial side of in-game purchases. Where with with things like you, that you're talking about, things like Call of Duty and Fortnite, the the things that you can you can buy on there that cost money with in-game currency, they're normally cosmetic, mostly cosmetic. In fact, so you can buy like gun, guns on Call of Duty, you can buy skins, same with Fortnite, you can buy different outfits and things, different emotes, they're called. So yeah. you know exactly what you're buying, you're putting money on the game, you know exactly what you want to buy, you buy the thing, you get the character you want or the gun you want, and then that's it. Whereas with loot boxes, there's a randomized element to them and that's where yeah. the controversy comes from. Um, before we before we touch on that, I just wanted to um, touch on the, the fast travel, uh debacle that was an nba 2k22 because i know it's a game that you play uh quite a lot um do you want me to do you want me to explain the the details of it how much it costs and and what it includes or yeah because i haven't
0: i haven't entertained that yet so i haven't i haven't even i haven't even thought about um whether or not i would purchase uh the ability to move around a map faster but um but yeah like i it's, it's I, I don't know like i kind of always have two trail, trail, trails of thought with it because in one sense it does keep the game fresh when new things are added in and you can buy them like loot boxes you know there's there's a whole nother side to the argument but but on the foundation like you, you know point of you spend your own money on an in game experience i'm i I don't think that's a bad thing, but i it's again going back to i just feel like it's utilized in the wrong way that is just mm. it's not about making the gaming gaming experience better it's about making the gaming experience playable rather yeah. than rather than like enhancing the experience so you you go oh i'll buy that because it'll make something more more fun yeah it's like yeah. the thing isn't fun until you buy it because you're not at a level and yeah. that's where my issue like lies yeah. with you know loot boxes or microtransactions what, whatever it might be the very concept of the fact that when you buy something it's it's literally to make it playable uh, you know, in my, in my opinion, mm. um, that makes it very difficult to, to see it in a positive light.
1: Yeah, 100%. That, if I just go into what we were talking about with the NBA 2K22, I was just trying to find the, the thread. And because I, I remember sending it to you when yeah, the game was yeah, released. Yeah, I remember you did. Um, so this is courtesy of of um, Metro journalist Jay Jaffa, um, who, who did a, a really nice article about NBA 2K22 and the tr- microtransactions. So, Um, Apparently, it takes two minutes, 58 seconds to skateboard from one side of the map to the other side, which is roughly 1,000 meters. You can unlock fast travel by traveling to 26.2 miles. So that takes 131 minutes of just walking around until you get the privilege of being able to fast travel. The other option is you can head to Wheels, which is a a store in the game, and buy a faster BMX bike for 65,000 virtual currency VC that equates to 21 pounds <laughs> of real life money just to get around the map this is this is this is 21 pounds <laughs> to get around a map in a game that's supposed to be a basketball simulation game yeah, that you play basketball it what am i am i
0: am i missing something I think, there i don't, I don't th- think you're missing anything mate like what 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 is it? I, I it just baffles me like what why why is that even in the game? Why isn't it not a, by default? Why can't you just like you could in previous versions of 2K just quick like quick step to the menu? Like you have yeah. to go you have to go back to your apartment to play a game. And yeah, you can like you can hit a button that like, you know, goes fast back to the back to the apartment, but now you're loading a screen and that takes time. Then you have to go up to the TV in your house and then click like press a button and then now you can go to your schedule and then you can play a game like why is a game that is predominantly based on playing basketball making it so hard to play basketball like that's what i don't understand and it's when you've got these things like traveling around the map Uh, like what like what I'm trying to play basketball, mate. Like I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I am i didn't want to go shopping. Like, you know, it, yeah, it's cool. Cause yeah. you can go and buy, like say like you buy skins, you buy all this sort of stuff. And, that, and it's great to have all that stuff available. Yeah. But, but like in terms of the core basketball element, if you just want to go into my player and play a season, you, you literally have to keep traveling around places yeah. just to, just a complete I didn't want a mission-based game I want a basketball-based game and that's the pessimist that's just me but
1: yeah the pessimist in me thinks that this game by 2k has been developed in a way where they've had a meeting or they've at least discussed it in the production meeting or developer meeting or whatever whatever meetings they have and said okay it's going to take ages for people to get around the map what we can do is we can put like a limit to, you know, if you if you travel a certain amount, then you unlock fast travel. But what we'll do is we'll introduce this £21 option, which most people will buy because they'll get frustrated and they'll think, oh, I can't be bothered to do that for such a long amount of long time. It take, It's so much easier just to get fast travel. For a game they've already spent so much money on, it's just, again, this is very different to loot boxes and we'll, we'll come on to that in a sec, but it just seems the whole in-game the whole in-game person thing is just out of control at the moment. Uh, and yeah, it's just I don't like. I don't
0: like it when when um it feels like the game is forcing you to buy something out of frustration. Yeah. I think that's that's yeah. like a very simple way of putting the whole thing. Like, like when you described as well in the same
1: game. In the same game, isn't can't you buy things to to make the progress in the in the game faster, like level up the player and things. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you buy... Well, you would buy VC, so you'd buy the in-game yeah. currency. Yeah. But... Um, because
1: it's really hard to do it on your own. So you think, oh, it's just easier to buy the, the currency yeah, and then you spend it, it more and more.
0: And I think the thing that uh, the, the the game developers hide behind is is that it is possible, mm. but it just... You know, I want to buy that game to play basketball. I don't want to buy that game to spend a year of my life trying to get to a point where I can play basketball. Like that yeah. makes me just not want to play it. Yeah. Like, but, but your options are, it's like a monopoly, isn't it? There's only one, there's only really one basketball game that people play. There's yep. only really you know there's a and there's a lot of games out there that are very similar to that like you know there's only one they hold the monopoly and so they can do pretty much what, whatever even when it's such an obvious you know where, again in my opinion it's such an obvious cash grab because i can't think of another reason why you wouldn't just give everybody fast travel by default or like and yeah it just it just seems it, seemed, it just
1: seems one of those things where okay let's let's make i mean yeah, that's make it difficult for players. What what will end up happening is I'll have to buy the thing. It just it just seems really really dodgy to me. Um, it just
0: it's it's like I wouldn't even say dodgy. I would say it's a disrespect to the people that play the game. Like mm. it's not right to do to the people that play the game, and uh, that's my sort of overarching sort yeah. of opinion on the whole thing. That's the short version. Um, But yeah, but like yeah, like you say, like that's microtransactions, buying in-game currency, that sort of thing. But with loot boxes, I mean, you've probably got more experiences with loot boxes than I have, Mm. uh, on the basis of the fact that you've been playing games that probably involve them a lot longer. So, what's your experience been with loot boxes, and where where do where does it how does it make you feel?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think my my my. Obviously, I'm I'm a FIFA player. I have been all my life, and I, I cover FIFA mainly as a journalist for the Mirror. So that's that's one of the main parts of my job. So obviously, covering Ultimate Team and the loot boxes within that is is one of my main remits, and it's very controversial. I think Ultimate FIFA Ultimate Team is the most extreme version of loot boxes, and it's the one where there's the most controversy around it. Um, the reason for that is that. as much as EA say the opposite, the better team you have on Ultimate Team, the better chance you have of winning. You know, there, yeah. there is a skill involved. You know, you have to be a good player. But when we're, when we're talking, you know, weekend league or foot champs finals or even like professional FIFA players, they've, a lot of them have come out on this podcast and said how how important it is to have the right players and to get the right players. And that's where, you know, it's very difficult to get these players through actually playing the game. So yeah. people resort to buying packs which are randomized in an attempt to get these, these better players and they're spending their own money doing that. Uh, and it's a game which already costs a lot of money when it's new. So if I just go through some of the things that have happened in recent years. So, for example, uh, EA, one of the most controversial things that happened recently was that EA put an advert in Smith's Toys which is, uh, you know, it's an outlet that is the majority of children. People, you know, children yeah. go to their parents, go to their, and there was an advert in there for for buying FIFA points uh, in like a, a a magazine that normally kids have. And uh, EA came out and apologized straight away for that, and they said it was a mistake. But just looking at, you know, you know, why would there's a, there's a bigger conversation here around loot boxes and adults but then when it comes to loot boxes and children there's um there's some real there's some real kind of links to gambling there which which are mm. which are really really controversial and and really upsetting to be honest to read about so if i just go through some of the some of the things that have been brought on over the last few years at the end of 2020 the loot box market in the uk was worth 700 million pounds Whoa! In the UK, ninety-three percent of children regularly play video games. Twenty-five percent to forty percent of these have made a loot box purchase. That is a lot of children. Uh, this has led to a lot of concerns about possible role of loot boxes in encourage children to gamble. Because basically, a loot box is you open. It's it's basically a pack or crate or whatever. It's random items. So you're paying real money or in-game currency to open these and they're completely randomized. So there's like a rush to, to opening them to see what you get and there's a hope there of what you get. Uh, In October 2019, a report from the Children's Commissioner for England looked at children's experience of gaming and concluded that the monetization of gaming brings children close to gambling. This is in the, um, as I said before, this is in the House of Commons loot boxes in video games um, research paper that was released in August of this year. Uh, If we go into the Gambling Act and what that actually means... Uh, and what what defines what defines gambling? Um, I'll let you I'll let you make your mind up if loot box is a gambler or not. But the Gambling Act 2005 regulates gambling in Great Britain. Section six of the act defines gaming as playing as defines gaming as playing a game of a chance for a prize. Uh, under section six, five, a prize in relation to gaming Means money or money's worth, and/or includes both a prize provided by person organizing gaming and winnings of money staked. Uh, so th- there's a, there's a there's a real there's there's a, a real uncomfortableness to how I'm talking about this, and I'm sure you can you can hear that when yeah. I'm talking about it because EA are very clear. That none of their games involve gambling. But I've spoken to people who think it is and feel it is. And in my opinion, if it feels like gambling, it is gambling. Mm. If you're putting mon- loads of money on a game to get the best players and you can't stop and you keep putting money on it, and you know that, then what does that seem like to you, Matt?
0: well i know exactly what uh, you know it, my my opinion um and i hate the fact that i'm saying my opinion um but my opinion is that it is gambling it just out like outright there's no way around yeah. it um i could s- sit in a room with anybody and feel like i could compare it to many different ways that yeah. we gamble um and it's exactly the same setup but then yeah. uh, like if I'm going to try and like, if we're, if like, if we're just going to sit here, right. And say, yeah, it's gambling, then it's not a fair conversation. No. So as what you about this? Just-
1: uh, with that, with that kind of context, how do you feel about this in April of, um, of, um, this year, uh, there was a document that was leaked to Canadian news outlet, CBC that, um, from a gaming insider that's marked private and confidential. Uh, which features a number of points. Basically, was like a pres- an internal presentation that was given to EA employees around FIFA 21 Ultimate Team. So right. listen to the, to the language on this document. The document states that foot is the cornerstone and we are doing everything we can to drive players there. The document said one of their plans was to drive excitement and funnel players towards full FIFA Ultimate Team from other modes to drive consistent player journey from point of sale through foot conversion um it also says the team is focused on engaging current players through mid september and players will be actively messaged and incentivized to convert through summer um that that kind of language internally it's it, it's i mean it's very uncomfortable um reading that when yeah. we when we consider what we have just talked about with the gambling but let me just give EA's EA's response to this. So they said that we make games fun and enjoyable for large global audiences. FIFA is one of the largest games in the world with incredibly vibrant and engaged community. FIFA Ultimate Team has been part of our FIFA games for more than a decade. Tens of millions of passionate fans from all over the world love the experience, the connection with the real world sport, and the fun and excitement and competition provides, which is why we're so disappointed. In a recent media report that foot, which ignored important information and context, the result being a sensationalized story with a misrepresentation of facts. We firmly disagree that FIFA or any of our games involve gambling. Regulators in multiple countries around the world have stated publicly that there is no cash out method. So loot boxes do not include constitute gambling. We take great care to ensure that our games are designed, played as designed, including by taking action against those who violate our rules outside trading of the game. Um, So again, supported by all these perspectives from authorities, we do not believe any aspect of EA's games constitutes
0: gambling. Mm. So the, this actually funnily enough, like as you were talking um, a few minutes ago, I was thinking about, because we've had conversations about this in, like you know off off air and and stuff and and what we we sort of think uh on a personal level and you know I, I i do i hold the belief that it's gambling in the same way you know one of the arguments is is that yes but you don't spend real money it's like yeah but you don't in a casino either you you mm. you you cash your money and you get chips and then you gamble with the chips right But this thing about the cash out method, making it that so it's not gambling, um, is like that's probably a stronger argument. If you wanted, if you wanted to try and argue the case, it would be, which obviously you know, obviously E A R and have a right to, um, and it would sort of then become something more akin to. Uh, arcade I guess it's like an arcade right you go to an arcade you put 20p in the it, in a machine or a pound in a machine and you use the grabber thing to try and grab a, a cuddly toy but you know no guarantee you're gonna win anything and then you put more money in is that gambling mm. like because because I can see that point but is that it but it, it's it's not the same um it's not the same situation like you're you're not getting something out of it permanently for that game so so like with an arcade you go and put money in and you play a game and yeah you might get tickets and you can go and get a prize is that gambling hmm. like not really we don't class it as gambling uh, but kids go to arcades so i can see where they're coming from but but it's like same with like Pokemon
1: cards, you know, you yeah, buy a pack I, of
0: Pokemon cards or whatever, or so, my, so my, an, my,
1: EA, an EA, EA have, have also previously compared loot boxes to Kinder Eggs, where you buy yeah, a Kinder Eggs. I think egg. that's a
0: bit ridiculous though. Like, come on, it's like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, like, <laughs> no,
1: just, just to play devil's advocate, right? You buy a Kinder Egg. For the toy and so You buy a Kinder Egg the for the toy, and it's a randomized, it's a randomized yeah, toy. You don't, you know, don't know what, you know
0: you what you're going to get. Um, it's like a happy extra, but you know what you're getting. Like you don't, you don't what know you what you get. What though? you buy in a loot box for the box, like it, you know, it's like saying that it's like okay, saying yeah. like, is there anything guaranteed in a loot box? Yeah, like like that's my that's my my a genuine question. There I don't is, know. but
1: with 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 Ultimate Team, there's so many cards that, for example, you know, in a pack, you might be guaranteed three rare, rare gold cards, but they they could be anything. They could be you know. Kid, so you you've know, guaranteed
0: so many... a standard you're not guaranteed the player
1: exactly yeah so the the writing
0: could be could be whatever um i know in, in so all my for, experience for kids with favorite players and they really want teams with favorite players and that, like yeah. all of that sort of stuff yeah then... so
1: just to put it all this into context like with fifa packs and stuff i've been playing ultimate team since it was released i've opened packs um, I used to open a lot more packs back then because I was a kid. I wanted to get messy, I wanted to get Ronaldo. I wanted to get the best players or whatever. And, you know, as I, as I got older, I kind of grew out of it and realised it's just a game and you have to, I just played it without spending money because it's, you know, it's. I felt it was ridiculous to spend money on, on things like that. But in my experience, I have never, I've opened a lot of packs. I've never got messy in a pack. I've never got Ronaldo yeah, in a pack so, I think that I could count on one hand probably because if you get well, Messi
0: or Ronaldo in a pack you stop buying them right you go that's enough well pr- prob-
1: Well, do you though
0: well I don't know but like, but Does I guess, that that's, you to do I guess that's the thought process Is like, I just if-
1: wanted to go into just the randomised nature of it in that you know it, it, I, I've never got an icon which is you know uh, they're the best Cards in the game. I've I've never got Messi. I've never got Ronaldo. I think the best one I ever got was Neymar in I think it was FIFA seventeen, right? Um, Neymar, which is a a great. But like that was one example. Um, so if you if you're if you're buying packs to get a particular card, just don't don't do it because you the the odds are way way against you. The odds of getting a uh, you know super rare player really really low. yeah.
0: Uh, in there, um, I just wanted to. I think it's more that like, uh, is there an age rating on uh, something like FIFA or three or plus? What? So, so like this is the problem, then, isn't it? It's like the the age <laughs> the age available um, is like the, the games available to and and mm. and whatnot. Like the content within the game is, I probably say, was not suitable for children on the basis of the fact that there is something that is very similar to 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 gambling um yeah like that's a that and that's that that it that then like is like well do we agree with loot boxes or not well you know we can all have a different opinions but i think when it comes to a moral responsibility that's where it gets gray and and feels a bit um yeah. disturbing to me is is the fact that this game is available to such young children and yeah they're they're you know a, a, a seven-year-old probably doesn't own a ps5 their dad owns a ps5 or mum owns a ps5 and they play it so it's linked mm. to all their accounts it's linked to it's easy to to spend money it's like as a parent you've got to be so careful that you, these things aren't available or that, or that whenever they're playing, they're being supervised or whatnot. Yeah. As they get a bit older and, and whatnot, I, I don't know what the, what the appropriate age would be. I'm, you know, I can't answer that really because yeah. I'm not, I've got, n- there's no authority there like for me to be <laughs> able to answer that. But yeah. But in terms of like kids, you know, that want to play football and whatnot, um, and then they see these shiny packs and they, they, mm. they've, been watching football with their dad and they really love this player those are the people that are going to spend over and over and over again if they can on, the, on yeah. their parents' credit cards or, yeah. or whatnot and that's that's like
1: when they already paid why for isn't the game? there
0: any safeguarding against that like that's mm. that's the bit that I is like hmm.
1: there is there is safe spending limits within FIFA. I will I just want to eat there is safe spending limits within FIFA. you can't right. put limits on there and things but and I've tested this if you if you want to spend more you can you can go and spend more and well, it'll it'll come up you know size spending alert or whatever and you can
0: click skip you can just click skip yeah now that's a problem it? isn't it, it there needs it, it, to be parental controls i yeah, think because yeah. of the yeah. it's and it's not necessarily that that's ea's fault or that's 2k's fault mm. it's just the world we live in like yeah. it's like and there's a responsibility there you know you could say that that it's on the all on the parents and you wouldn't be completely wrong, but I yeah. think there needs to be some sort of acknowledgement to be able to fix the issue and make it less controversial. Um, you, you know, because whether or not you agree it's gambling or, or whatnot, um, is fine, but like you need parental controls to be able to yeah. restrict spending within the game and not be able to skip yeah. it if, if. It's like a console that's being shared between, you know, yeah. parents and children. Because, yeah, you know, very few households are going to have several PS fives or Xboxes in their house. One each. It's all going to mm. be like, especially when kids are really, really young. Yeah. So and I think that's it makes an it, issue.
1: It's not just the favorite player thing as well. It's that it's that many professional FIFA players say that the game is pay to win, and what that means is that, like I explained earlier, the better players you have. more chance you have of winning so the 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 drive to open packs to get better teams to get better players rather than through gameplay is is really yeah pressure's really really increased well and Um, it closes
0: the skill gap of the game it 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 doesn't it doesn't allow for for skill to override if if that's i mean I've
1: i've spoke to several professional fifa players on this podcast um and Professional FIFA players off off the record as well, and some have told me that they have to spend at least five thousand pounds to get a competitive team to compete at the highest level. Um, so if you're if you're a kid and you want to get a competitive team, if it's going to cost you five grand. That is that is not. And um, there's no uh, there's
0: no like work or like way to. Uh, there is you can you can
1: work your way through it. Something called Road to Glory RTG, which a lot of YouTubers do and things, and that's where you try and get the best team possible without spending any money of the game. But yeah, you but will like need to play you the know, game a lot,
0: a lot to to you know, get. If you know, you're these interested players. in in get in increasing your skill level, mm. then you need to be able to increase your skill level not yeah. not buy it yeah like that's the that's the issue i i yeah. mean it, it's it's it kind of translates from like uh live action football should we say <laughs> like real <laughs> yeah. football because because you know there's a lot of arguments around the fact that clubs can't afford different players and then that just means that they can never compete at that higher yeah. level so yeah. it all comes down to money so uh, you know I, I, it trickles into every aspect yeah. and in in one respect you could probably say that that makes it more realistic but in the <laughs> other respect it's like when it's a game you want to be able to get skilled at it you want to be able to get good yeah. at it and if you can't get good at it without spending you know five grand in, in some cases then w- where's the skill gap there like yeah. it, it, it i'm sure there still is one but it, you you need to be able to you know hone your skills yeah with, and compete with and compete yeah. with like you know in, in in why 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 can't they have loot boxes that that guarantee a standard and then loot boxes that guarantee a player that are more expensive mm. like even that would be more fair right because you can you can if choose you know you're getting a specific player you can choose yeah. to get who you want to get or yeah. you can take a punt Mm. And it and it's like what's wrong with that? Like that would probably it's the chance
1: aspect, isn't it? That's the the thorny the thorny side because when you open a pack, there's a there's like a pack animation that's like really like special, so yeah, that it yeah. builds excitement yeah. about what what car, what you know card or play you're gonna get, and that's that's the thing that that's that's the uncomfortable. I just wanted to just before because I know we've run out of time. I just yeah. wanted to touch on an interview that EA Chief Experience Officer Chris Bruzzo did with. Um, Wesley Lim Yinpool of Eurogamer. Um, if you haven't checked out the interview on Eurogamer, go and check it out. It's really, really good. Um, Wesley Yinpool, the editor of Eurogamer, did the interview with Chris, where they talked about loot boxes, and there's some really interesting stuff that I'd just like to get your comment on because I don't know if you've seen this. Um, so um, he asked, "Why?" He asked Chris, "Why do you have loot boxes in FIFA?" And he says, um, when we put this game together, the idea is we're doing our best to reflect the real world of football. When I go to all the events and grab a mic and I can pull it up to my mouth and say EA Sports and everyone says it's in the game. This has been going on for decades. It's at the core of every eSports game. We want to strengthen the connection between the real world sport and the game, the FIFA game you play. Progress, engagement, this builds just like it does in a real world season. Uh, Wesley then said, the problem with it and the point with loot boxes is you're buying gameplay affecting items. Your loot box contains players you use to play in a competitive multiplayer mode. Chris responds, saying, just like real world football. Wesley obviously then comes back with, in real world football, you can't buy a loot box and you get the players you want. You go out and buy a player directly. If you can afford it, that's completely different to FIFA. What you're doing in FIFA is allowing people to spend real world money on the chance of getting players. Now, I know you've got probabilities in there, but you don't know who you're going to get. That's not real football. Chris said, let me be very clear about this point. Nine out of 10 foot packs that are opened in FIFA are open with coins. That's the in game currency. Coins are earned by playing the game. That's not real world money. Wes said, I know, but you can. And then Chris said, It's so inter- interesting how he glossed over the fact that nine out of 10 foot packs are open with coins. It, I'm not going to go through the whole interview because it's a really wide ranging interview, but they also talk about the whole children and, and gambling um, in there. Mm. And um, Wesley talked about the fact that multiple organizations in the UK are pretty much the same thing about how this should be regulated under gambling laws and all that kind of stuff. And that FIFA's a three plus game. And Chris said, kids should not be spending money in our game. Children should not be spending in FIFA. So that's EA's stance. Uh, Wesley said, but they do. Chris Camber, actually, when you look at account signups, we see a very low percentage of people under the age of 18. But more importantly, our default is to set a no spending for accounts under 18. And we work with Sony and Microsoft to also institute spending controls as default for children. Kids should not be spending in FIFA, full stop. Um, That goes into to say... You know, they they go into debate gambling, what gambling is and all that kind of stuff. But it's interesting that we've heard directly from someone at EA that kids should not be spending or gambling within games. They should not be spending, you know, points to to buy loot boxes and stuff. Why is the option there?
0: Yeah. That's the. That's, what I, just the say, that's what I was saying about parental controls. If the, if the, if they know that and there's no parental controls to make it easier for kids to not spend, it's there such is the an option
1: easy, there, but it's it's, the, it's up to the parent to institute those controls. And if the ch- children nowadays are really clued up, aren't they? Especially with videos, yeah. Most and stuff most
0: kids probably know how to use a console better than their parents. So exactly.
1: 100%. So. So when when you talk about that, it's up to the it's up to the child, isn't it? It's up to the child to to do that. If the oh, sorry, it's up to the parent to, to put on the controls. If the controls aren't put on there, they're allowed to buy packs or put on. Yeah, money why aren't with their they on by default? And anything. you have
0: to turn them off. Yeah, like easy fix. Yeah, because they will lose a lot of money. I expect. Um, yeah. But I, I you know I don't know I I mean I fully fully agree with uh, with Chris there on like you know yeah. all of his points. But I think the thing you know 9 out of 10 packs being open with coins is a great statistic but i imagine and i don't know this so i'm just guessing i'm spe- mm. completely speculating i imagine that's quite an easy statistic to spin and and it seems like one that Well how is- many
1: packs are opened every day i'd i'd, I'd be really interested to Well the to, thing to, is, to is that,
0: like you say with coins but is that because people buy money and then spend buy, buy coins or like what's the so difference point, between coins and
1: Yeah, so 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 FIFA points you buy them with real money. Yeah. And you can only they don't give you coins, they just give you FIFA points. These FIFA points can then be used to buy packs directly. So there's no way of buying coins. Right. Coins so are only earned through in-game actions. There's no actions. such
0: thing as coin packs. Like this it's just literally Yes. What however, you earn there in-game. are
1: websites. There are websites out there. Um, of which a lot of YouTubers are, uh, are sponsored by them and it's it's against EA's terms and conditions, but there are websites out there where you can purchase a certain amount of coins for real world money and they'll do that through the right. game. So there are little things like that. And that's where I think Wesley made a point as well later on in the piece where he said that there's no cash out method, but if you if you spend money on packs, you've got loads of coins, you can, there is a way to sell them on, online there there is a way to get that. them
0: to people and stuff
1: it, it's not it's a completely against the as terms conditions yeah. but, but the, why it can is, you it is available. like
0: why why is it possible
1: because what what happens is you know say for example you you you've got five million coins right yeah and someone someone says i'll give you you go onto a website and it says okay for five million coins you get for example you know, I don't know how much, but you get a real world amount. What, what they'll then do is they'll ask you to put a specific card on the transfer market for 5 million coins or something. You then, they then buy that off you. And then do you see what I mean? So right. you transfer, you get,
0: uh, so they found out like a workaround. There's,
1: there's a way of transferring the, the coins and e- EA are quite hot on that. And they do ban players for doing yeah. that. But Again, there there is a way of, of doing it. and I've known friends that have done that and they've not been caught. Like transferring money, transferring players for for different amounts of money, buying coins for money, all that kind of stuff.
0: So I know it's it's a way of us getting back, around back it. Back to the hacking episode because that sounds well, yeah, suspiciously it's- <laughs> like it could be class. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah, I I I mean, I, it's it's a tricky one when you get that deep into it, and you you I, I'm not sure you can you can put the responsibility on EA for that. um, For the fact that you like, you know, you can, there's a workaround to, to, to transfer coins in in one way or another. But, um, but I think, I think the point being like the, the best thing, the, the best point that you made as you were reading that interview was when Wesley says, yes, but they do. Uh, And Mm -hmm. that's the important thing is like, it doesn't matter what EA's terms of services are. It doesn't matter what they say or believe. It's like, it's happening. So you need to find a way to minimize or or outright stop it. Like, and one of those ways is by making parental controls a real easy, obvious customer journey to set up uh, right at the start when you load the game up or have them turned on by default. And don't give the option for someone to turn it off just by hitting skip or whatnot. Like, make it like a, to turn it off or, you know, turn it on. Yeah. Turning it on should be really easy. Turning it off should be difficult. Like, not, yeah. not like not simple. It should just be like more steps than just hitting an X on your controller. Mm. Like yeah, I, I it you have to two step verify verify yeah. it or whatnot, and maybe that's the case, and and you know I'm just yeah. not clued up on that, but um but to me it just seems like you're never going to get anywhere mm-hmm. in in sort of steering the ship away from the con- controversy without implementing some stuff that is going to make it much easier for yeah. parents and and much more difficult for children to whether it's gambling or not to purchase loot boxes one Mm -hmm. way one way or another i mean the experience in itself of getting a loot box and opening it is going to be exciting for a child you know me and you can look past the fancy animation but the excitement to a kid is like hmm. it feels- I want to do
1: that again. I want to, you know, I want to get this player. Well, yeah, who can yeah, I get like, now? It's
0: you know, it's um, it, you know, it's it's the same reason you keep putting two p's in the two p machine at the arcade. Yeah. It's like you know, but the same that, bride, but that it's the same chemicals, two isn't it? You know, you can you can have yeah. a lot of fun for a pound. You yeah. know, it's that's the issue. There is is like you know, pounds worth of two p's is is a lot of a fun in an arcade yeah uh, a, a pound in 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 a game like 2k or fifa or what whatever with loot boxes is is, is not going to get you anywhere so that's the issue really isn't it um yeah and-,
1: and i just wanted to just touch on like how much they are as well um in terms of actually Buying FIFA points. So, I mean, the the most you can buy in one go is twelve thousand FIFA points, um, which is eighty pounds.
0: See, that's um, not a lot. I mean, I don't know how much it co- things cost in game, but that doesn't seem like a lot to me.
1: But I think the th- the thing is with with the twelve thousand points is that you could open a lot of packs with that. But are you getting eighty pounds worth of content for eighty pounds? Like with the, with the amount of packs you could open, I think this is where the controversy and the anger kicks in. Is that with that with the twelve thousand FIFA points, you're still very unlikely to get anywhere near the best players in the game. So yeah. you're spending eighty quid on top of what you spent, you know, on on the game to get um, to get a better. But I just wanted to just to touch on like you know the future, like if 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 loot boxes are banned tomorrow yeah um what would fifa have to do do you think do you think they'd have to make the game free to play and then include cosmetic things like that you know they're doing warzone or whatever or, or what what do you think do you think <laughs> there's a balance with loot boxes do you think they're okay but they just need to be more regulated or what what's your view on them
0: i think i, th- I like i said in in the beginning beginning like i don't think there's an issue with with the concept I think there's an issue with the way that they are being used to, to, to drive revenue and drive uh, money to the company because it feels, um, in my opinion, very exploitative. It's It doesn't feel uh, like it's there to enhance the user's experience. It feels like it's there to enhance EA's revenue or 2K's revenue, um, which is like, it again may or may not be true. I don't know. I'm just sat in this room chatting about it. Is it's not it's not something that I can say yeah 100 one way or the other. But um, but I have a fair idea, and and mm. I just think that loot boxes are fine. In the future, what needs to happen is is I think there needs to be more options. So yeah. like I said earlier. If you have a loot box, have a randomized loot box. Have a really cheap randomized loot box. Have a mid tier where you get guaranteed a standard, and have an expensive yep. gold tier where you get guaranteed a player, and you buy that player pack. Um, and and those can be three different options. And and then on top of that, make it difficult for kids to purchase. Actually, make it impossible. Like find a way to really like you uh, as a responsible gaming developer, you should ha- feel a responsibility of duty to the children that play your game. When you've made the game purposefully um, available to children three years plus, you need to have that responsibility and take yeah. it very seriously to implement ways to make it very, very difficult for kids to accidentally or you know or or even on purpose you know if they yeah. wanted to consciously buy these boxes because they're not as as Chris said in in the interview that you yeah. read out earlier you the kids should not be buying loot boxes no. on 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 FIFA so Absolutely. they need to concentrate on making sure that can't happen and then i think you've got more of an argument to say well we it's only available to adults and uh and if um if adults want to gamble, you can't stop them gambling. You cut you. You know we we. It's even if they consider it gambling or not. If you take that argument, then whether or not it's argued, gambling suddenly doesn't matter if children aren't involved. I yeah, think absolutely. You know I. But but even still, like. Then you could at that point. Then you can have this big conversation around. Well, I've actually paid a hundred quid for the game. It's like, well, yeah, but you can play modes in the game where you don't spend any money, and that's what you're paying the money for. And then this is the online competitive version where you do have to spend money, yeah. and that's kind of fair enough. Yeah. But if you have to spend money within, you know, the game itself, like uh, within, like my the whatever version of my player, my career or whatever, um, that, that is available and you have to spend money to enjoy the game. Then that's kind of, uh, it, you know, that's yeah. another conversation, but yeah. I think in the immediate future, their focus needs to be on more options so that it's yeah. not as randomized. Yeah. Um, and people can make a choice. Uh, yeah. And and maybe,
1: maybe- I just want to I just want to put it because for for fee, for the end of Fever Twenty One and Fever Twenty Two, there, there was a different kind of pack called a preview pack. And the right. way this worked is that before you decided to buy the pack, you can click on it to preview the contents of the pack to then decide if you want to buy it or not. The problem with that is that preview only lasts for twenty four hours. Right. So if you then don't decide to buy that pack, you you have to wait 24 hours to get, to get another
0: preview pack. If you see what I mean. So you can't so, just do loads and loads and loads. You, you can't have to just do keep it. Yeah, you, you so, you it's, just... So, so it's like, it's, it's either like you're spending time or you're spending money. Those yeah, are the, basically. those are the two things.
1: I'll leave you with, I'll leave you with this because you remember we said about how you wonder how many packs are being opened every day. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Ahmed, um who is a video game analyst on Twitter, um, did a thread earlier this year looking at the revenue from um, fee- EA, EA's in-game purchases from games like Ultimate Team, Madden, and NFL as well. Um, EA have said that the Ultimate Team is a substantial amount of this, so FIFA isn't all of this. F- this is including FIFA, Madden, NFL, and NFL, mm. but Ultimate Team is a substantial amount in this. So if you just, I'm just going to read these figures out without any reaction to see what you think. Um, Financial year 2015, $587 million. Financial year 2016, $660 million. Financial year 2017, $775 million. Financial year 2018, $1.18 billion. Financial year 2019, $1.37 billion. Financial year 2020, $1.49 billion. Financial year 2021, $1.62 billion billion dollars that's net revenue from in-game purchases 1.62 billion dollars
0: oh my days that's a lot of money that is a lot of money that's
1: way more that by the way that's way more than they earn from actual people buying the game
0: like make the game free to play then that's, I, think that's I think there are a number of solutions to this problem. I think the the problem being is is you, you they sacrifice some of their revenue, and that might yeah. not be something they want to do. Um, well, there's nothing stop. There's no
1: there's no regulation for loot boxes at the moment, so they're not doing anything legally wrong by having them in the game. But yeah. I think from a from you know from a a moral point of view, and I've said this in my FIFA 21 review, FIFA 22 review for the Mirror, loot boxes in 2021. And morally wrong that that most gaming companies have done done away with them. Look at Raven Software and Activision with Call of Duty; they're gone. Fortnite, they're gone. Other games, they're gone. EA still include them in NBA and uh, sorry, not NBA, NFL, Madden, FIFA, Two K still include them in in NBA. So you know, come on, guys, it's 2021. It's morally wrong. Let's let's get them out of the game. Let's get let's get them free to play and. uh, Let's move on from loot boxes because they're so last year. That's my opinion.
0: <laughs> uh, that's just, uh, that's uh, a very good good way of uh, good way of putting it. Um, <laughs> so last year, man.
1: I just want I want to mention as well that if you if you've experienced any issues from what we've discussed in this podcast when it comes to gambling and FIFA Ultimate Team or if even if it's not connected with FIFA Ultimate Team if you if you if you've had any issues treatment and support groups are available for people who want to stop gambling there's gamcare which offers free information support and counseling for a problem gamblers in the UK there's a national gambling helpline that's 0808 08, 08, sorry there's a national gambling helpline which is 0808 08, 8020133 that also offers face-to-face counseling there's the National Centre for Behavioral Addictions you can get referred to the National Problem in Gambling Clinic as well and there's a the Gamblers Anonymous UK as well which offer a 12 step approach to recovery from addiction like alcoholics anonymous as well um so if you've if you have any you know if you have any previous experience of that or you need any help with any of the issues we've discussed today please go and go and get some help um if you need it and um hopefully loot boxes will be a thing of the thing of the past very soon but at the moment i think it's fair to say they're controversial at best and uh, i haven't bought a loot box for a a very long time and i don't think anyone should should have to buy any anything extra to get the best players in in the game but that's just me well said well said thank you thank you very much uh i think that's about all we've got time for today
0: isn't it matt yeah, um, well, definitely but- we've, we've run over by <laughs> a whole 30 minutes but oh uh, that's well, all right it's all right um it was uh, it was a lovely conversation and i look forward to look forward to the next time definitely
1: thanks everyone